Hey guys, Jason coming at you again with, uh, what the hell is this? Oh yeah, code 0.5. I got other podcasts that I do and I always forget which in the hell one I'm doing right now. Uh, we're going to get after it, but today I have Rich and he's finally freaking here. Finally. Yeah. And, uh, I've been wondering, I'm going to drive over here to talk to you is what was going on. Did, uh, the mean lady actually let you get out of the house or? Yeah, about that. I was grounded for a couple of weeks. I didn't get my chores done. You, you know, there's ways of getting out of that stuff, right? Yeah, but I don't want to be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the, I know in the first podcast I had mentioned some stuff about you not being around and oh, being hindered by some family stuff and all that. Oh, I'm always with you in spirit. Shit. I'm right there. <clears throat> now, we like talking about funny stuff that we go through in life, not the gay experiences that we do afterwards. Oh, this is that's a That's a different tell. podcast. Um, anyway, we're just going to jump right into it. I'm going to get after it today since uh, Rich doesn't ever want to come around. He can sit there and listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do all the time. And th- this uh, this first story I'm going to talk about actually remind the reason I thought of it earlier was because of something you told me you'd done here recently. Um, what was that, that, uh, your partner said something spicy or whatever. Oh yeah. Happened? yeah. Yeah. We'll have to talk about that. Yeah. We, uh, and your shit was in a building too, but I had a, uh, I'll get called out to it's, and everybody calls it suspicious activity, but it's, I don't know what's suspicious about normal juvenile behavior, but Maybe it's because we forget that we used to be kids, but I get a call about some kids running around in an alley, and this is back when I worked in town, and uh, we go over in the area, and of course, we can't see the kids anywhere, but they all left their bicycles, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. this building that they left their bicycles in, or right behind in the alley, had, um, oh, it was a feed store down below, but then above it, they had an opera house back in the day long time ago so i pull up and i see it and i'm like yeah all these bicycles are there so the kids got to be inside so i wait and you know what you should do before you clear a building you get you some backup get you a partner there and i'm waiting around and i can't remember if anyone showed up with me or not either way if they did i'm sure they still make fun of this and talk about it but we go up into this building, and mind you, there's no electricity. It's been shut off for a while. Mm-hmm. It's towards the evening time, and the windows have been bricked off, so it's pitch damn black in there, and the only thing I got is flashlight. So you can imagine where I'm going with this shit. We, oh, yeah. We get up there, and it's, a, it's a, a hell of a time getting up there. The stairs are rickety. They're falling apart, so... You know, if you've ever watched the, the, the ghost movies and all that crap when they're walking through the rooms mm-hmm. or you hear someone going through the room, you hear the floors creaking. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking up the stairs and you can hear the floor creaking. And I know it's probably the change in temperature and that kind of stuff. And it's making it happen. Plus me walking on there. So it gets my, oh, I guess you could say excitement up just a little bit. Yeah. So. Get up there in the stairs, and the first room we come to is fairly wide open. Bam, it's easy. Checked it. We're done. <clears throat> Go towards the entry of a home. So, you know, I or not the home of the like a hallway where these other rooms are at. And, you know, you're amped up. You've already checked one build or one area. Yep. Go into the next one. Come in. The only light I've got is I, is my flashlight. So all I can see is just this little 
circle of light that's right directly in front of me. And sure enough, go into the room. As soon as I go through the room, and you've got to go through quickly. They call that the fatal funnel. Uh, dynamic entry. Yeah, so I go through quickly to check the room, and when I get through there, I come around the corner, and the first thing I see is what looks to be a person and scares the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm screaming at it to get, get its hands in the air get and all this out. stuff. It's not moving. I'm yelling at it and everything <laughs> else. So I'm thinking less lethal's coming next, and you know, and I'm screaming. This thing will not move. Well, I eventually pan my light back up, and it's a freaking uh, a mannequin, a dummy, <laughs> standing there. So of course, you know, whoever's with me thinks it's funny as hell. But the bad part about it was, though, is after we get done searching this area, the kids were still in the building. Oh. We had imagined that that's where they had gone was upstairs because that's where they always go and they tag up there and ride on the walls and shit. So when I get done with all this and I come back down and then we find these kids hiding in a room, mm -hmm. one of the kids looks at us and goes, so which one of y'all peed your pants whenever you saw those mannequins <laughs> up there? Yeah. So I go up and check something and, you know, you're in front of your coworkers, get embarrassed and everything else. And then you're getting a little kid telling you that, you know, who's the dumbass that goes up there. And so, yeah, and I'm sure this happened to a lot of guys. I've hell, I've heard of guys that have come in a room and seen that kind of shit and they've emptied a round off into <laughs> it. I don't know if it's been around here. That's a little excessive. <clears throat> but, but yeah, Rich, since, uh, you uh finally been coming around this is uh and we've talked about this before this is what we do we just talk about our regular the the crazy stuff that happens outside of uh the regular calls and then hell, we might touch on some uh some more serious stuff later but i might as well go ahead and and follow your story up it's the same thing suspicious activity even uh one of the guys was driving around and saw one of our uh, what do you call it? A frequent flyer. And uh, this guy's big time drug use, thieving on stuff, different stuff like that. Anyway, he sees him. So he makes the block and he comes around and the guy starts heading north. Well, he turns down the alley. So my guy loses him, goes and makes the block, comes back around and he can see dude's dolly sitting outside the outside the building. So he knows he's in there. So he calls me, same thing you were saying, got to get some backup, don't know what he's doing in there, all that good stuff. So I get around and come out, and we're sitting there, and we're waiting on this dude to come out, going to catch him red-handed. Mind you, this guy that we're talking about, my guy is a rookie, so this is big to him. So I was just going to go ahead. Is this the guy that talks big game but scared of his own shadow? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so we wait and wait and wait, and finally I get tired of waiting, and I'm like, all right, we just need to go in here. We just need to get the guy. So, uh, he comes, I want to say his name, so that way you can differentiate. Let's say it's Renix. Just call him, Re oh, okay. Yeah, so, it's Renix. Well, and we're going to have Renix on here eventually, too. Yeah. So, so Renix comes pulling up to the building, throws his floodlights on. We go to the door, yank it open, and, you know, we, we make entry. We're hollering, you know, come out, show us your hands, you know, move slow, all that, all that good stuff. Um, and we can hear rustling. Which, you know, like you said, gets you amped up. So uh, we keep calling and giving commands and, and nothing. The guy won't come out. So I was like, all right, he won't come out. I'm going to make him come out. So I go back to the car and I get Renix's pepper ball gun. Now, this is the place you're talking about where the 
roofs like collapsed down oh, and stuff yeah. and you can't yeah you know, i mean you can't really walk through there mm -mm. It's, yeah no and in in this particular area so like if you were to go in this dude could jump out from oh, yeah. anywhere on yeah there. there's you. there's like coke machines in there there's there's gas pumps there's all kinds of places to hide they got stuff uh what they call this dude that owns it's like a picker uh so i go out and get the pepper ball gun and i He's fire like a picker Oh, yeah, the guy that owns a building. Okay. Yeah, I like, thought you were talking about the tweaker inside the building. Oh, he is too. He just does it illegally. <laughs> he picks other people's picks is what he does. Uh, but I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to get him out of here. So I, I go get the gun, the pepper ball gun, and I let two off back in the back corner. And this stuff is bad. This is, this is live X rounds, so they're pretty potent. Uh, I let two off in the back corner, and we give it a minute. Now, if you compare this stuff to, like, the OC spray or whatever, yeah. is this stuff, like, a lot stronger? Or? They say it is. Uh, I never actually had to get hit with OC, so I'm not 100%. I've had a little bit of, you know, overspray hit me, but it wasn't anything serious. Nothing like this. <laughs> but I let those two off in the corner, and we're waiting for dude. Keep, keep hollering. Come on, show us your hands. Come out, come out. And nothing. Well, we hear this the two that I let loose were off in the right corner. Well, we start hearing movement over on the left side of the building. And over that, if you were to climb over some machines, you could get into the area where the roof has fallen down. So it's got all these angles and little nooks and crannies and all these holes and stuff in there. So I start climbing over stuff. Renix hands me the pepper ball gun, and I'm giving commands. Come on, show me your hands, show me your hands, and nothing. And I can still hear the wrestling. So I'll give it a minute. Nothing, no compliance. So I just start letting them off and I'm hitting all these little nooks and crannies. I'm throwing dust in there everywhere. I'm here to tell you the wind hadn't blown at all that night. But as soon as I let those off in that area, it got spicy fast. It was bad. And I'm up on top of a machine. So it's going to take me in full vest, belt, trying to get down. Renix is gone. <laughs> He's gone out of the building. And you can hear him hacking and gagging, and I'll have to play the the body cam audio from that. But yeah, that was uh. Well, uh, what well, I'll get that, and we'll we'll put that in here. Yeah, that'll be that'll be some good stuff because there's some gold in that, especially the 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 comments that he had made when he come out of there and oh yeah, and the coffin and all that. Oh, it was bad. So you go in there and you spray this, shoot this shit everywhere, mm -hmm. in order to force the guy out. Mm -hmm. Did he come out? <laughs> That's the bad part. So we did all that for nothing. Um, waited. I, what I think happened is is when he heard us come pull up, because you could hear the car because the the what are those, the fans on them. When the AC's on, it sounds like a freaking jet taking off. Um, so I think he heard that and he bolted out through that side where the roof is falling down in there because it's it's pretty much open in there and you can go out the front window. So as we were making entry, I think he was already over and climbing out of the front. Um, it just seemed to us that he was holed up in there because there there really was there's a lot of places to hide in that and all we had was flashlights and you know trying to draw him out. But I've got some I've got some good stuff with that. You know with that particular guy. You know, it'd have been golden about that is why you're shooting that shit off. If he's standing across the street, oh yeah, laughing his ass off at y'all in there. And yeah. <laughs> I wanted to. I actually saw him the next day, and uh, I wanted to ask him if his allergies were acting up because I know who well, I was. It's was <laughs> bad. Well, we might look outside, and if we see him walking down the road, we'll get him to come oh, in here, and we'll ask him about it. Yeah. yeah, I can get him to come in here. 
I could get him to come in. Yeah, but is he going to be sober enough to handle that? No, but it'd be great. Oh, man. Great. <laughs> I've seen that guy, <laughs> and he can't stay still. And... Was it on that one call, what all did he Did he empty his pockets for you? We were on that call because there was like stuff everywhere, and he's only got on blue jeans. Oh, so over got, at his house. Yeah, so he's only got like four pockets, and there oh, was yeah. stuff everywhere. He was picking out stuff out of his pocket, and then whatever he could find on the ground, he was laying out all right there. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I didn't know where all that came from. And you know, I'm, I know we call them tweakers, but mm-hmm. they also uh, oh make me think of uh, like a raccoon. Because you know how a raccoon will see shiny shit, and they'll mm-hmm. pick it up and take it, and they keep it? Yeah. It's the same thing with a tweaker. They well, see something they think's worth a nickel, and they pick it up and keep it. Since since we're on various platforms, you got to be PC about it. They're not tweakers. They're <laughs> Mexican americans <laughs> Now you're getting close to the Mexican thing. Right? <laughs> and, you know, and I've kind of wondered about this. We'll probably catch some crap talking probably. about some of these stories, and... The names that we call things and all that, but oh yeah, it ain't happened yet. But I'm sure oh. uh, it will soon. Uh, you got anything else over there you want that's jumping out at you? I had something come to mind with talking about people that can't keep themselves still and tweakers and all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, I've got I've got a lot on that guy. Like I could do a whole show on that guy. <laughs> I'm telling you, we might have to get him to sign some kind of release form yeah. and then. Be one of those episodes of this is my life or, or this is your life or whatever yeah, they had. For sure. But no, you're talking about uh, the, the, the tweaker thing. There was this guy one time I was dealing with that he, uh, I get to a call on a burglary and at the time it was in progress. So I hurry up and get over there and I get to the house and I'm talking to him and they, they said the guy lives here. It's in an apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what happened? They said, well, we're sitting in here and this dude comes over and kicks our door in, comes in the house and starts yelling and screaming at us, mm-hmm. wanting money or something. Then when he figures out that we're not giving him any money as he's leaving, he kicks our dog and they've got Yikes. this little chihuahua. What did that the they dog kicked. do? <laughs> <laughs> and the dog's limping around and shit, you know. Oh, no. And um, he said, and then they kicked the dog, and then after they leave, he knocked over some kind of big ceramic pot thing that they said they spent a couple hundred dollars on or whatever. But anyway, I'm standing there. I'm like, well, what's this guy's name? What's his name? And they can't tell me, and then they finally say, well, everybody calls him Cowboy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, why do they call him Cowboy? And come to find out, this guy always goes up to, like, cowboy bars, and when he goes, he's a cross-dresser. Oh. So he puts on the wig and dresses and or Dick, one of those called Daisy Dukes or whatever, and he dresses like a girl. Oh, okay. So, so um, I'm like, okay. I was like, I still have no idea who you're talking about. I was like, can y'all like tell me his apartment number and they're like well we're not sure and the guy steps out of his apartment to point out where he lives and as he steps out of his apartment and goes to point towards where cowboy lives well cowboy is walking through the this like common area by the pool and all that stuff and then he points and he goes that's cowboy right there mm-hmm. so i go over there and i see him or whatever and i was like i go cowboy what have you been up to 
And he's like, oh, and that, and he says the F word like every other word. And he's like, those mother ever and all this stuff. And I was like, so you are over there? And he goes, hell yeah, I was. I kicked their door in. So, you know, mm -hmm. body cam running and everything. I'm like, great, man. He just made this easy for mm -hmm. me. So I put my handcuffs on him. Well, put handcuffs on. I put him in my car waiting on statements and all that. And this guy goes off the deep end. He's begging me not to take him to jail. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why? I mean, it, uh, is it that terrible? What's so bad about it and all that? Well, apparently he was in jail before that, and he had just recently gotten out. Mm -hmm. And everybody in the jail found out why people called him cowboy. Oh, so he would get his ass whipped like every day over there. Dang. And uh, I'm getting him in the car and I'm like telling him, man, I can't remember that dude's name. But anyway, a cowboy, he's begging me. I'm putting the car in drive. He's begging. Please don't take me to jail. Please. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I've got to. I'm taking you to jail. You, what you did is a felony. I'm, I'm taking you to jail. Then he goes nuts, loses it, starts screaming in the back of my car. Mm-hmm. And what his, his way out or his get-out-of-jail-free card was, he starts telling me, I'm going to kill myself. And he, uh, I wish I had the recording. He's going ballistic in the car. And did you see – Tasha's sitting back here at the point I heard. Did you see the, the video or did I talk to you about it? Yeah. This guy's going ballistic, screaming and everything. And he's all, I'm going to fucking kill myself. And he's saying it over and over and over. And I'm getting livid. I'm getting pissed mm. at this point. Yeah, yeah. he just turned this something, something easy into an, an EOD. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, well, and I'm like, okay, I'm not listening to his bullshit. So I turn the radio up all the way so I can drown him out. It doesn't work. He gets louder. So then I turn it all the way down. And then you can hear me yelling at him, just shut the F up and all this. And then he starts telling me, no, you have to take me to the hospital. I said, I'm going to kill myself. So I'm not going to jail. You have to take me to the hospital. And I was like, sorry, dude, criminal Trump's craziness. I'm going to have to take you to jail. And he goes, he goes in, into the deep end, screaming and all this stuff. And we pull up into the jail and. He's still screaming and everything in the back of my car. I get him out. Well, they think he's going to fight me. Well, he's a big baby. He's not going to fight me at all. Get him into the booking room, and <clears throat> he's still doing this ape crazy shit, screaming and all that. Well, the transport van comes in, and we're sitting in there, and he's still screaming. I'm filling out his paperwork and everything. Well, the door opens up and like five or six people come walking in. They were transported from the jail to the courthouse for court and they were bringing them back. And the first person that comes walking in is a female. Hmm. And she comes walking into this room. She goes, who's in here yelling? Well, then cowboy starts running his mouth and she turns and looks at him. And she goes, ain't you a bitch? <laughs> and we just, we about died in there. And she's like, man, she goes, you're in here crying. Like, you, you know, mm -hmm. and she's giving him all kinds of hell, calling him a little bitch and all this Dang. kind of shit. And she goes, I bet you, you get effed up in here. Don't you? Oh. And he's like, that's why I don't want to be here and start screaming and everything. And she goes, well, if you don't stop being a bitch, I'm going to whoop your ass. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. They'll do it too. Yeah. Well, he told me while he was in there the first time, I guess he had gotten, like, every night, it was a nightly routine, and he just got his ass kicked. 
And now I there got to be more to the story. Yeah, because I'm like, just because he's gay doesn't mean he's yeah. going to get his his ass whipped or whatever. But there's, yeah, there's, there's more, be to, more it. to that. He probably did his off the deep end psychotic shit mm-hmm. and was getting him on lockdown or in trouble or something mm-hmm. and all that. Or but, they did it for a while and they were trying to sleep or something and. Yeah, I can see that. And then calm down and put him in gin pop. And you know the 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 other thing, you know, the best part of the whole story is this female come walking in and calling him out on his shit and calling him little bitch and everything. Um, but yeah, I don't know whatever happened to that guy because after he finally got out of jail, I think he moved back to the city. Bet he was done, which was fine with me. I didn't have to deal with him anymore. But right, right. Uh, well, we might have time for one more. You got something else you want to talk about? Oh, man. Time about. I mean, or we can we, finish from off. Suspicious activity to EODs to now I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch of them come to mind. Or yeah, we can talk I've, about. Dude. I've got one, but it's going to. It's. Hit it, man. Hit it? Yeah. All right. So I'm patrolling around and uh, I get stopped by this guy, one of the locals, and he goes, hey, man, he goes, you might need to go. Uh, you might need to go over there and check on old Marvin. I don't think he's think he's doing all right. I was like, okay, what's up? And he's like, well, you'll see when you get over there. So I go over there to Marvin's house, and uh, he's outside in his boxers doing circles, like NASCAR circles. I mean, as high as that, fast as that lawnmower ago, he's just driving around in circles. So I get out, and I holler at him, trying to wave him down. Like in his yard or something? Yeah, in his yard. Oh, okay. Like on his property. You know, he's, he's just flat getting it. I mean, as fast as it'll go, he's getting it. So I'm waving him down and he waves at me and I'm like trying to get him to slow down and stops. Finally, he comes, he comes into a stop and I'm like, uh, I was like, Marvin, you all right? He goes, I'm just trying to outrun the dark. I was like, the what? (laughs) Just trying to outrun the dark. And I was, I was like, okay, uh, what do you mean? What, what, tell me what you mean by that? And he's like, well, I've been fading in and out between the dark and the light for the last Three days. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I just remember where you're going with yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. The dark and the light. So I'm like, okay. Last three days. like, And uh, I, I start to call, because, I mean, he's generally a cool dude, but, I mean, you know, right now he's, if he's been doing this for three days, there ain't no telling how long he's been since he slept, how he's, how he's going to act, you know. So I, I get on the phone and I'm hollering for somebody else to come over there, just another set of hands in case I need it. And uh, while I'm on the phone, I see him reach down to the cup holder of the lawnmower, and he throws back this. It's look, it looked like a big can. So and I'm like, "Oh, great, he's drunk." Well, I get to looking at it closer, and it's not beer. He was throwing back salt. This man was throwing back the iodized table salt from the can. I'm over here like, "Whoa, what are you doing, man? What What are you doing?" He's like, "It keeps me from fading out." keeps me from fading to the dark and i'm like how long how much of that have you had and he's like well and then he shook it and you could tell it was empty i'm like have you been eating salt for three days and he just kind of looks at me he goes yeah it, it keeps me from fading out to the to the dark i was like oh so the only only person that was able to come help me was our animal control officer and he comes pulling up in his truck and he's familiar with this guy too. I mean, everybody kind of is, you know. You know, he's he's talking to him. I, I give him a idea of what we got, and I'm like, so. What I say his name was Marvin. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, say, hey Marvin, let's let's go down here to the PD. Um, I got somebody you need to talk to about this fading in and out business. I was like, I think they can help you. 
and uh, I was going to take him down there and get him a, you know, have a screening over the iPad. And uh, he goes, no, I, I can't go with you. You're in the dark. You're on the dark side. I was like, no, man, I'm good. I'm good. And he, he just flat refused. Well, animal control uh, actually gets him to get in the car with him. I was like, all right, well, I'll meet y'all back at the PD. So I have to get in the animal control truck and drive it back to the PD because animal control was able to get him in the cage in the back of the car just in case. So anyway, we've, we've swapped vehicles and I'm headed back to city hall. And he wouldn't ride with you because you were yeah. part of the dark and side. I'm on the dark side. So he, oh. he didn't want nothing to do with me. Well, I'm trying to drive this truck and I get a call from the animal control officer and he's like, what are you doing? Where are you at? And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm giving her all she's got. I'll be down there just a little bit. Like I'm right around the corner. He's like, you need to hurry. I was like, all right. Was he fighting? He's like, no. He says he needs to go to the bathroom. I was like, okay, we'll just, I'll be there in a minute. He's like, no, you need to come now. And I'm making the corner around to come to the back of City Hall. And I can see him and he can see me. And I'm like, all right. And as I look over there to make eye contact with the animal control officer, all I see is this stream. Marvin was leaned up on the uh, brush guard of the Crown Vic. And this stream was about three days worth of salt. And various other liquids. Basically, he he shot all over the hood of the car. <laughs> and the animal control officer's like, oh, no. <laughs> I mean, the, the noise he made was just, he was sicked out, and it was utter disbelief that, that fecal matter could launch like that. I mean, I was impressed. But what Did he drop his drawers or something? No, this, this like, he was, I guess he had his cheeks pinched just right that it created a you call that gave it velocity when it came out so it you know it's it's spray like it hit the windshield it hit the windshield oh it got all over it was the all over car. the hood of the crown yeah crown vic just picture a crown vic look like somebody slung a can of wolf brand chili all on it dude <laughs> that's what it looked like so my man's over here marvin's over here and now he's he's done made a mess of himself and and I'm like, man, we I can't bring him into the PD like this. And uh, so I take him over to the shop building, and I get a hose hooked up. So I'm spraying him down, and he's loving it. Like, he's chill. I'm like... You're spraying his ass down? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was... Had to, I mean, from his waist to his feet, it was just... It was horrible. I, I had also started React. That was one of the things that was slowing me down. I told him we, we may have a medical situation here. So they reacts on their way, and I'm spraying Marvin down. Well, he strips down. So at this point, he's yeah, he's naked. <laughs> um, but again, we're getting him cleaned up. Well, he, he sits back, and we have this. We had this big ice chest, and we had it left up, just left up there from an event that we had just had. Well, Marvin, Marvin kicks back on this ice chest. He like sits down on it, but he sits on it just so, and oh, uh, he starts screaming for water. So I'm like, dude, there's waters in that ice chest. And just reach down through that hole and grab it. You know, I'm not going to grab it for you. It's like right there. So anyway, he reaches down through the hole, pulls this water out. I'm telling you, dude, as fast as he could drink these waters, it was coming out. And he, I don't, I don't even know how to. Was he still it. sitting on the ice chest? Yeah, when it was coming out. Yeah, as it was coming out. So he's taking it out of the ice chest, out drinking ice it, chest. and then shitting it right back in the ice chest. Yes, and then <laughs> reaching in and grabbing another bottle. Yeah. While it, was, it had shit. Yeah, it was it. like that. So he's, then he starts screaming he's hungry. And I'm like, I can't take this guy anywhere like this. 
Um, and all we had left was like some chips and stuff. So I'm like throwing bags of chips at him. I'm like, man, stand up so I can hose you off. And this ice chest, I don't know whose ice chest it was. I was like, man, this thing is ruined. Like there's, there's no saving this one. We're just going to have to throw it away. Everything in it, all of it, just, I don't know. Somebody's going to be pissed when they find out what happened to their ice chest. Anyway, so react shows up, medics show up and, uh, wouldn't you know the medics are on the dark side too. So he's refusing to go with them. Won't cooperate with them. Won't do, won't do anything. So finally the head medic, he comes in, he's like, okay, we're going to have to go a different way with this. He goes, uh, we're going to have to grab him. And I was like, we're going to have to what? And I was like, have you not seen him? And, uh, He's like, yeah, we, we really don't have a choice. He needs to go to the hospital. If he's eating as much salt as you say he has, then he's, he's probably about to be in a bad situation. He goes, and he looks at me, and he's like, and whoever's idea it was to give him more potato chips, that didn't help the situation either. And I'm like, bro, what? I don't have anything else. Like, this is not Burger King. I can't just give the man. Anyway, we, we didn't bicker on that too much. I just took that L. Oh, excuse me, but so he the the head medic goes back over to the bus comes back with this little syringe with like a cone on it and he's like all right we're gonna come over here we're gonna get around him he goes and when we do you guys grab him i was like oh you guys grab him like you're not grabbing him i gotta grab him it's not you he's like no i've got to do this and he had this syringe thing with the cone on it and i'm like okay this is gonna this is gonna suck so anyway we start kind of closing in around him and uh wouldn't you know he wanted to start fighting but the the strain of him trying to get away as he's moving <laughs> more wolf brand chilies just flying everywhere <laughs> all over boots this is all in the shop by the way i mean he's buck naked and yeah head medic hit old marvin with the ketamine in like two seconds there was one last <laughs> and he was asleep so he ended up getting transported but um, they tried to call it. They, he was in the hospital, and I think he uh, assaulted a nurse or something when he woke up. And they were like, you need to come get your man. I'm like, no, that's yours. Y'all took that. Well, y'all had first contact. No, 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 no. This was a medical situation. He was not in any trouble. So you're actively fighting the guy, and he's shitting at the same time. Yes. <laughs> yes. I believe that accurately summed that up. <clears throat> Well, on that note of summing it up, uh, we'll leave you guys there with that shitty ending. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll just uh, let you guys uh, know. I think we're going to be doing this, posting this on a uh, weekly basis, maybe maybe twice a week. These first few episodes, I tried to flood them out there so everybody could listen to us. But anyway, I just want to let you guys know that thanks for joining us on Code 0.5. And make sure you visit us on our website. It's uh, www.code05.com co not com and i didn't know this but like there's millions of dot coms and the dot co was started to help facilitate uh, that so it's so. like how they did the area codes you're not 405 no more you're yeah, yeah. You're, what are you the eight what is it now eight one seven or what is yeah, it i don't know but you got to be to be cool you have to have the 405 area code ah uh, hell i guess you can't you can't just you can't go with this new one you got to do whatever it takes to get the 405 area code <laughs> whatever dude i'm telling you it's a thing <clears throat> anyway check us don't forget to check us out online uh also uh if you get an opportunity give us a review on itunes or spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast anyway we're gonna get out of here you guys take care of yourselves and yep. watch your six we'll see you